This is Randy Hosman with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Francisco Alvarez. He's a pediatric hospitalist at Lucille Packard Children's Hospital, as well as Associate Chief at Sanford Regional Pediatric Hospital Medicine Program, along with Clinical Professor of Pediatrics at Sanford School of Medicine. Francisco, would you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background? Oh, hi. Well, thank you for having me. Really appreciate uh, being here and for the time and given to kind of do this program. Um, so I guess a little on background, you know, I'm the, uh, as um, Randy stated, I'm the Associate Chief of our regional um, pediatric hospital medicine programs here, uh, which constitute about five programs in the Bay Area, all the way from uh, San Francisco to the East Bay and down to the Watsonville area as well. Uh, I've been here at Stanford uh, for about five years. Um, prior to that, I was uh, also regional director of Children's National Health System uh, in Washington, D.C., and I was in that role for two years, and that covered uh, programs both in uh, Maryland and Virginia, uh, Northern and Middle Virginia. Um, and then I, I was in Children's National for 12 years total and, uh, you know, leading some programs there as well uh, as a local community site directors in Central Virginia, in Fredericksburg, and in Stafford, Virginia, which is also around the Central Virginia area, uh, and then various roles to that um, so that's kind of my recent clinical slash, I guess, leadership background. If you go back to undergrad, I went to University of Texas in Austin, so hook them horns if people are football fans. Uh, and then that, I'm, you know, I'm originally from Puerto Rico and moved to uh, Texas around my junior high time. Um, so I, you know, into Texas and, um, you know, have some still family in Puerto Rico. So, you know, of course, hurricanes and everything, oh, they're all doing well. But um, yeah, that's my quick general background. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing. And with like your various roles that you've done and all your roles that you have now, what are your top priorities today? Yeah, I think now, I mean, I think the similar challenges that everybody is having is, you know, how do we transition from the COVID struggles, both from the struggles and burden on, you know, all providers, you know, from nursing to, you know, physicians, you know, anybody else that contributes to the, the care of patients in various settings. Uh, so, of course, the financial challenges that I've put in all the healthcare institutions, um, you know, both small, uh, you know, in community rural areas to big, you know, and large central uh, urban inner city hospitals. So, you know, especially in a lot of our regional programs, and along with those in the, you know, in the areas, um, that care for underrepresented minorities, we really are trying to find that balance of maintaining that high quality of care to our pediatric patients, especially those that are a little bit distant from our central site or main hospital at Palo Alto. Um, but at the same time, knowing the financial realities that a lot of those hospitals are struggling with. So how to balance that in the sense of really caring for the patients, caring for our staff that is providing the care there, while at the same time being you know, at least physically conscious that all that requires some sort of resources slash money and how do we work with not only our partners at those sites, but also with our partners in both the public and private settings, uh, insurance settings predominantly, of course. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think that goes a little bit into the next question, which is how do you anticipate your roles and your teams will evolve over the next year and a half? Yeah, so, you know, next year, two years, five years, decades, I guess it's, you know, it's kind of, it probably will be a, a long time coming, but, uh, you know, really it's, it's, it's focusing on how do we truly align not only the current, you know, as mentioned earlier, the challenges that our providers are having with their own professional um, goals, you know, career and otherwise, their family, you know, work-life balance component, and of course the impact, you know, and the care they want to provide 
for their patients, especially in rural research settings or with the current strains that are going on. So, you know, that goes with, of course, you know, really getting, you know, a general sense, you know, meeting and discussions with all of our staff on a regular basis of how they're doing, what do they think they need, what do they think we can provide, you know, what do they think, you know, they want to work on in the sense, you know, that they can, you know, improve their local care of their patients through whatever projects they work on, and how do we find that balance between this is kind of what they need to kind of maintain their own personal fruition and um, fulfillment in their work, but also how they can meet the needs of their family and all the other stressors that they're going through. And then what resources can we provide to kind of balance that out from the Stanford, you know, side, especially for those sites that are working in, in areas, you know, could, could be like, you know, 50, 70 or 80 miles away from the central hospital. Uh, and then how do we partner that? And then only that we meet not only the mission values of Stanford as a whole, but also the mission value of that hospital and how we can make them kind of align so we can actually get more of a win-win at this constant question, you know, if you win, they lose. It's kind of how do we both people not only come out, you know, from a win-win situation, but ideally come out stronger on the other end. Definitely, yeah. And then our final question, what are you most excited about right now and what makes you nervous? Uh, I guess it would be the same thing, you know, definitely there's a lot of, you know, energy and ironically sort of optimism of some of the struggles you know, that came out during COVID, not only from the social struggles that, that came up, especially around diversity and equity, but also the financial struggles of institutions really feeling like, well, now we don't have the money and therefore we can't care for the same populations as well, which kind of ties in a little bit to diversity and equity. And then really that the the highlight of those issues that came really spawn out of that are ones that now we have made true tangible action plans and goals around like for example building you know like we get bonuses out for a lot of our staff here and we build like within our division or our sites 20 percent of bonus is related to what work is being done around diversity and equity at all sites so that that's fairly new in the past couple of years but that basically quote unquote put our our money where our mouth is in a sense, but really highlights like, hey, there's work that's important and this is how we're gonna recognize that work in a way that we didn't recognize it before. So really using that, you know, as a as a as a momentum building, even though it kind of stemmed for something that maybe wasn't as positive. Um, in the same way of how do we deal with these situations where we know there's a populations and environments that maybe did not have that good safety net both financially and socially. And how do we work with our staff and our resources? Like, hey, we know there's projects you've been working on, maybe quality improvement or improvement or advocacy. You know, how can we help support that? And what are some, and, and being more open-minded uh, and open to discussions like, hey, what are the ideas out there? And then making like an innovation center and building that, you know, basically just, I guess, just talking about it, but not really doing anything about it. Mm -hmm, definitely. How do you guys measure how those bonuses are um, put out and given? Yeah, so that is is pretty. So each division and department gets a kind of like a lump sum to an extent, and then that kind of is distributed amongst the staff. Each we kind of maybe a little bit too academic and anal oriented, but we have like a like a point system, and each one has like a section of domains, like you know respect for people slash DEIs one, you know um, administrative slash citizenship quality improvements slash scholarly, you know there's some various areas that can kind of, and each one gets various things you can do that come up with points, I guess, associated with it, and they total like 100. And then, you know, depending on the score, you kind of get a percentage of whatever bonus was allocated to to the group or the individuals. Uh, so two years ago, two or three years ago, um, I think it was two years ago, we decided, hey, out of all those 100 points, 20 
percent of that is just going to be for DEI work. So people can work on a local diversity and equity project, like you know, um, like for example, some people do um, food insecurity screening was a big one for a lot of the sites. Another one is like just self education of diversity and equity. Another one education and uh, microaggression and anti racism. Um, so it, all these little things fall in that bucket, and if people do that, they can score all of it, and they get that you know they get that whole bucket. Uh, so that's kind of we would try to be objective, but at the same time somewhat flexible, so each site can come up with their own kind of goals, more relevant to you know a site in San Francisco may have different priorities that they can do DEI work versus a site in Watsonville, for example. So there's still some flexibility, but at least something tangible to say, hey, you did this work, this is how you're going to be recognized and I guess compensated at the end of the year. Yeah, that's so interesting. I've never heard of that before. It's a really interesting system. Does that come from Stanford itself or is that more of the hospital side that you guys come in? A little bit of both. I think there was definitely a push by the department and Stanford to say we need a, a way to kind of be more tangible in what our actions are and related to diversity and equity. Uh, and then within our division, we kind of, how do we kind of have structure of this already? For respect for people, we, and we just kind of decided to make it more related to kind of DEI. So we we may be a little bit more anal maybe than other departments, but I think general this year, they're basically, make, uh, from what I've been told, I'm not a division chief, but the divisions are required to also have some component of that uh, as part of their bonuses, uh, if I recall correctly. So it is coming from Stanford itself. I think our group is just a little bit structured. So how each division does it is different, but there is... Uh, mandate is not the right word, but definitely a push that each department has to have something allocated and compensated, or at least something that's recognized for DEI work. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, Francisco, it was a pleasure speaking with you today, and I look forward to connecting again soon. All right. Thank you. It's a pleasure.